Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is True to His Own Nature and Promises. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you so thankful. Father, you are so good, so merciful, so loving. Thank you for sending Jesus to die on that cross at Calvary for us, Father. And thank you for your word. It's a lamp to our feet, a light to our path. The entrance of your word gives light. Father, and your word will not return void. It will accomplish its purpose, Father. So we come ready to receive today what you have for us. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Well, today I want to focus on 1 John chapter 1, which among other things tells us that God is faithful. He is true to his own nature and promises and will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we do our part, what is our part? Our part is to freely admit that we have sinned and confess our sins. Let's read 1 John from the New King James Bible, chapter 1, verse 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Folks, notice here, if we confess our sins. God is not a dictator. He will not drag anybody to confess their sins. Now let's read that from the Amplified Bible. Verse 9, If we freely admit that we have sinned and confess our sins, He is faithful and just, true to His own nature and promises, and will forgive our sins and cleanse us continually from all unrighteousness, our wrongdoing, everything not in conformity with his will and purpose. So friends, when we freely admit and confess our sins, he is faithful and just, true to his own nature and promises, and will forgive our sins and cleanse us. Now let's read 1 John 1, 9 from the Amplified Classic Bible. If we freely admit that we have sinned and confess our sins, he is faithful and just, true to his own nature and promises, and will forgive our sins, dismiss our lawlessness, and continually cleanse us from all unrighteousness, everything not in conformity to his will in purpose, thought, and action. Now let's put this scripture into more context by reading this chapter from the start and break it down. 1 John 1 in the Amplified Bible, Introduction, the Incarnate Word, verse 1. I am writing about what existed from the beginning, what we have heard, what we have seen with our eyes, what we have looked at and touched with our hands concerning the word of life, the one who existed even before the beginning of the world, Christ. Folks, the Apostle John is writing here, who spent a lot of time with Jesus. And in this first verse, he says that God existed from the beginning including Jesus, the word of life, who existed before the world. Verse 2, the life and aspect of his being was manifested, and we have seen it as eyewitnesses, and testify and declare to you the life, the eternal life, who was already existing with the Father, and was actually made visible to us, his followers. My friends, the word of God became visible to mankind in Jesus, even though he already existed with the Father and the Holy Spirit. You see, some people will take Bible verses out of context. 
For example, you could just read 1 John 1, 9 and say, if I confess my sins to a God, that he's faithful and just to forgive me. But to put it in context with the rest of chapter 1, we're talking about the one true God who sent his son Jesus, and receiving Jesus is part of the package to forgiveness. Verse 3, What we have seen and heard we also proclaim to you, so that you too may have fellowship as partners with us, and indeed our fellowship, which is a distinguishing mark of born-again believers, is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. Folks, John is talking about sharing the gospel with others. We are all called to do that. It is one of the main ways to show that we are believers. The other thing that shows we are believers, amongst other things, is fellowship with other believers. And the main way we do that is by attending church. The devil is keeping many believers out of church in these last of the last days, mainly through strife or the busyness of life. I can't say it strong enough. Please get plugged into a church and find a pastor. Verse 4, we are writing these things to you so that our joy in seeing you included may be made complete by having you share in the joy of salvation. My friends, the Bible says that it is more blessed to give than to receive. There is great joy in seeing others receive salvation, going from darkness to the light of Jesus. The title of this next section is God is Light. Verse 5. This is the message of God's promised revelation, which we have heard from him and now announced to you that God is light. He is holy. His message is truthful. He is perfect in righteousness. And in him, there is no darkness at all, no sin, no wickedness, no imperfection. Folks, John is explaining the nature of God. He is light. He is holy. Many churches and preachers have been deceived by Satan in these last days that God has changed, that he has changed his mind about marriage, about unborn babies, about living in sin, but he hasn't. Sin now is the same as it has always has been. Some more about God's nature. His message is truthful. He is perfect in righteousness, and in him there is no darkness at all, no sin, no wickedness, no imperfection. And he is coming back for a clean church, not a dirty church. That is part of the message of verse 9. Jesus is coming back for those that live a life where they seek to live holy with all their heart. But when they mess up, they confess their sin and then bathe in the precious blood of Jesus and receive God's forgiveness and love. 6. If we say that we have fellowship with him and yet walk in darkness of sin, we lie and do not practice the truth. My friends, much of the church no longer preaches this truth in verse 6, that if we say that we have fellowship with him and yet walk in darkness of sin, we lie and do not practice the truth. The master of deception, Satan, has convinced many church people that it is okay to walk in the darkness of sin, which is a lie from the very pit of hell. 7. But if we really walk in the light, that is, live each and every day in conformity with the precepts of God, Pause. Folks, if we really walk in the light, we live in conformity with the precepts of God, the Word of God, the Bible. Continuing this verse, as he himself is in the light, we have true unbroken fellowship with one another, 
and he with us and we with him. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin by erasing the stain of sin, keeping us cleansed from sin in all its forms and manifestations. My friends, when we walk with the Bible and live the Bible, we have fellowship with God. Then the precious blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. Eight, if we say we have no sin, refusing to admit that we are sinners, we delude ourselves and the truth is not in us. His word does not live in our hearts. Folks, this is what Satan has done to a large percentage of the world. Convince them that they have no sin and they are deluded from the truth. So now let's read verse 9 in context to verses 1 through 8. If we freely admit that we have sinned and confess our sins, he is faithful and just, true to his own nature and promises, and will forgive our sins and cleanse us continually from all unrighteousness, our wrongdoing, everything not in conformity with his will and purpose. My friends, we have to freely admit that we have sinned and then confess our sins, repent of our sins, then God is faithful and just, true to his own nature and promises, and will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Part of Revelation 3.16, and not being lukewarm, is to quickly repent when we have missed God. Verse 10, if we say we have not sinned, refusing to admit acts of sin, we make him out to be a liar by contradicting him and his word is not in us. Folks, this is a picture of the world today. Many millions upon millions that say that they have not sinned and refusing to admit acts of sin. Sexual perversion like the days of Sodom and Gomorrah. Hatred, riots, destruction of property, killing, etc. But the great news is, as long as we have breath, we can still repent and confess our sins. Then God, true to his own nature and promises, will forgive our sins and cleanse us. So after we've given our life to Jesus, what then? We are called to hunger for righteousness, living clean for God. And when we mess up, not to run away from God, but to run to God and confess our sins and repent to be cleansed by the precious blood of Jesus. Amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.